Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Joining us now on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline, you remember the name, you remember the quarterback, J.T. O'Sullivan, the former quarterback for the Packers, the Saints uh, as well, has the uh, the quarterback school. You can check it out on the YouTube channel. Joining us now, J.T., how you been? Bill, I'm fired up after that rush intro. My goodness. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I, uh, I, love, I love starting the show off that way, absolutely. Hey, uh, with the quarterback school, first and foremost, uh, tell people where they can find it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's uh, doing the YouTube thing. I'm having a blast with it, to be honest with you. And it really is uh, It's kind of taken off a little life of its own. It's for. It's really meant for fans, coaches, players, kind of all across the board, just do a little quarterback education and have fun doing football. So what made you or prompted you? I mean, obviously you were a quarterback, so this is something that you do. You still look at film. You still you, They always say when you play the game or whatever it is you do, you never look at that occupation the same again. You always look at it analytically because you can't help yourself. It's what you're trained to do. So did you just enjoy it so much that you thought, you know what, I'll just start doing this with everybody? No, absolutely not. Uh, I had finished. Uh, I went back to school after it was done playing, and all of a sudden I had finished my dissertation and had all this time on my hands and was kind of thinking about getting into football at some level. And so I thought I would start doing this. And I have a brother who's a cinematographer, so he makes me look better than I do. And, uh, you know, it just has worked out, and I've had so much fun doing it. Just the, the creative element is a lot of fun. The engagement is a lot of fun. And it's fun to kind of take a little bit deeper dive on stuff than, you know, you can – potentially get on like a prime time you know short little spot on tv we do some deep dives on certain elements of quarterbacking so i'm having a blast with it so if i'm going to study this if i'm going to get into this um first and foremost what do i do how do i do i just go and find you on youtube or do i track you down uh, on on twitter how do i do it are you not a youtuber you got you got i am uh, a youtuber yes it's pretty intuitive. You can do it pretty simple. If you just type in the uh, DQB school, it'll probably take you over to the page and got a bunch of different videos. And uh, it really, uh, it's got just about something for everything. I usually am, am pretty accommodating to the fan bases who uh, just continue to, to reach out and, and prompt me to do stuff. I was getting crushed by the Bills Mafia this week. So I just went out, came out with a 
Josh Allen one, but really just pick and choose whoever I want to take a peek at, whoever I'm looking at their film and, and, and do some analysis on that. I love the video of what is wrong with Baker Mayfield, by the way. I, 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 I've been talking about some things that you've been talking about for a long time, and then finally with some of my buddies that are back in Ohio, and uh, some of the things came to light. I'm like, here you go. So, yes, I did use you as, as, as an example. Uh, I want to go back to and talk about some of the quarterbacks uh, right now that we're looking at. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers having a tremendous season, Russell Wilson having a tremendous season. There's a lot of speculation about Drew Brees, Tom Brady, both over the age of 40. Uh, so let's start with Aaron in our backyard, and then we'll work our way out like ripples on a pond here. Give me your thoughts on the way Aaron is playing this year as opposed to some of the years in recent past i mean for me it's aaron being aaron you know when when aaron's healthy he's simply one of the best that's ever done it and so he's feeling good making some ridiculous throws you know just going back and watching the game this past weekend the the throw that he made uh on the kind of what i'm going to call a seven stop or corner stop in the end zone you know the location of that the anticipation of that versus that coverage you know, it's very few people can pull that off and then throwing the ball deep down the field, you know, really nice, a handful of different plays. You know, just he's he's been a special player for so long. I think people, you know, sleep on the fact that, you know, wasn't healthy for a little bit and think he, you know, magically regressed and that just isn't the case. I I wanted to ask about this offense that he's now running versus the offense that, you know, obviously was in the past with Mike McCarthy. How how different is it? How more difficult is it to run this motion offense, this offense that creates a lot of misdirection? Yeah, I mean, I, I would be I would be lying if I told you I have any sort of expertise in that type of offense. I was Mike McCarthy was my coordinator my first three years in the league, so I'm really familiar with what they were doing and and how you know I think Aaron grew a little frustrated with with elements of that offense, but for me, you know, I don't care what you call it uh, and what really you're asking him to do in the run game. What Aaron can do with the play action within the pocket, with changing his arm angles, with making plays and extending plays down the field, and his accuracy over a long period of time, it doesn't matter what offense you run. If if Aaron's healthy, it's a good offense. And so, you know, when you can combine it with some elements of whatever new age, you know, motion, run, zone stuff, you know, it's just got the potential to get better and better. And as he gets more and more comfortable – you know, I think it'll it will continue to flourish. You know, I think of going back to that game. I want to say it was right before halftime. You know, Aaron's back there makes a little signal. I think it was to Adams for a little slant, a little L signal with his right hand. I mean, the, that line signal. He's been doing that for 15 years. You know, so it doesn't matter what offense you call it. He's out there playing football at a really high level. Uh, I want to go over to uh, the guy he's going to face this weekend, and that is Drew Brees. A lot of questions about Drew Brees. They talk about his legs. They talk about his arms. They talk about his accuracy. Uh, has not looked great in the first couple of games. Still Drew Brees, though, still carries name and cachet. So give me your thoughts on Brees and his season thus far. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have anything different than everybody else has been saying. You know, I think the film, you know, I think everybody – thinks highly of Drew Brees as a human being, as what he done for the league, what he did for New Orleans, you know, resonates with his story about essentially, you know, leaving San Diego, leaving the Chargers, finding a home, Sean Payton, what they've done there for so long, how they function at a high level uh, in the passing game for so long. And for whatever reason, you know, and I, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not in the room. I don't know what it is, whether it's his legs, his arms, his mindset, but it doesn't look like the same. And the film doesn't lie through two weeks. And so it is a small sample size, Absolutely. Could he turn it around? Absolutely. Would he? Would I be surprised if they come out and intentionally throw the ball down the field early in the game just to shut people up? No. But, you know, 
the accuracy, more than the throws down the field, it's some of the misses are so wide that you just have never seen them from Drew Brees before. So I think it is, it's not off base to question, you know, what is going on with the, with the throwing element of it because his misses in the past were, were minuscule, small misses, where now you're, you know, you're spiking the ball, you're, you're throwing it at people's ankles, those types of things you're just not accustomed to seeing. When you watch a guy like Russell Wilson, uh, and I can't fathom why he has not had more consideration for an MVP, what does he do or doesn't do that keeps him out of the mindset of many of the voters to say this guy's a legit MVP candidate? Well, I'm not sure that it has anything to specifically to what Russell's doing or hasn't done. I think it hurts him, you know, where he plays, what part of the country. I think it hurts him you know, philosophically what that organization has been in the past as far as what I would consider run-heavy, defense-focused, you know. And so those things haven't helped. But he's played at an MVP level for a really long time. I think it gets – that conversation is always a little bit uh, twisted, in my opinion, just because I, I – and I don't get me wrong, I've never voted for an MVP or, you know, been voted for for an MVP, but I'm pretty sure you only get one vote. And so I don't know if he's ever had – you know, a far and above better season than everybody else to garner an NFL MVP. It doesn't mean he shouldn't be in the top three, you know, those types of things for me. But, you know, if he keeps playing the way he's playing and throwing the deep ball the way that he's throwing, you know, he's certainly going to be in consideration again this year for the MVP. He's got the QB school over on YouTube. His name's J.T. O'Sullivan, the former quarterback with the Green Bay Packers and the Saints and such. And uh, we're talking with him uh, on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Tom Brady because he not only left his team, he left the whole system behind. And now he has to learn it. And everybody expected him to come out just flinging the ball in game one down there in Louisiana. And it didn't look great. There was some criticism. Uh, week two was better. So how long does it take, do you believe, to get indoctrinated? I mean, we're talking months or years to get indoctrinated to a new system with a new head coach, with new players. How how much struggle should we expect from Tom Brady? Well, I mean, you know, I played for a third of the league. And so uh, there's an element of learning that comes into it, absolutely. But I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't think that it's strictly, you know, the Bruce Arian system. You know, they would be silly not to incorporate a lot of things that Tom does really well, you know, and right into their system and, and blend them together. You know, it might not necessarily be, you know, Peyton Manning with the Broncos, but there's going to be a lot of carryover as far as the concepts that Tom's familiar with. I will say that first game, I thought he significantly outplayed Drew Brees. Now, he had a critical error on the pick six and uh, miscommunications with Mike Evans down the middle of the field on the other interception, but he made some outstanding throws that I, to be honest with you, haven't seen Tom Brady make at least in the last year, if not a few years. And so I have, I think Tampa Bay is going to be fine. I think that they're, they're on the right track. I think Tom played better than people uh, really give him credit for when you go back and go through the film with a fine fine tooth comb. And so, you know, I'm excited to see what Tampa Bay evolves into over the course of the season. I know you've played for quite a few teams. Before I let you go, you got any, what, and I know you probably get this all the time, but we, traveling around the way you did, what memories are either within the city, a certain experience, or on the playing field? What What are a few of them that just stick out to you? You mean specifically in Green Bay or every spot? No, just in general, because, I mean, there's always different flavors of every city, whether it's another team, it's another coach, it's another guy you you, you played with. I mean, you know, when, when I say your football playing career in the pros, you know, what are some of the first things that, like, pop into your head? Uh, just great experiences. 
I mean, I, you know, obviously not every place goes exactly the way you expect it to go. I think I ended up getting cut seven or eight times, but you know, I, the thing that I always tell people is when I lay my head down and I was done playing with a playing career, I sucked the marrow out of that career. Like I always looked at it as the best short term job I was ever going to have. And so I didn't want to leave any doubt as far as my effort, my preparation, my kind of want to resilience, all those things. And so I feel really good about what it did. Now, sure. Would you love to play more and, and win more and, you know, do all those things that, you know, the elite guys do? Absolutely. But that necessarily wasn't my course. And, and at the same time, I had a blast doing it. I lived in a number of great cities and have favorite restaurants all over the country, even all over the world, getting a chance to go to Europe in Canada. And so I had a blast playing. And uh, when I look back, I just smile and, and get tired and know that I'm never going to move again. Great stuff, JT. I'd love to get you back on sometime. I find it fascinating. And we'll actually break down a few videos and a few things that you've done. And if people want to see it, they can go to the QB school over there on uh, on YouTube. They can find you on Twitter. There's a link to the YouTube channel right there on your Twitter account as well. Always great to talk and certainly appreciate it. And best of luck, okay? My pleasure, Bill. Have a good one. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. J.T. O'Sullivan, former NFL quarterback, including the Packers, the Saints, and other teams as well, but he's got the QB school. And, uh, yeah, I was uh, arguing with a buddy of mine. I actually sent him the video that he did on uh, Baker Mayfield. A buddy of mine is a huge Baker Mayfield fan, and I just said, hey, look, here's here's somebody that breaks the film down that can take you with mentality-wise inside the locker room. So if you want to get kind of a, a good guide, maybe the, uh, the, the, the thumbnail sketch 101 of what it takes to be an NFL quarterback and what you're looking for as opposed to what we're just watching on Sundays. It's a really good look at it. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.